Hi everyone and welcome to Human Design 101. I'm Paula Fehrmann, your host, qualified life trust coach and human design fanatic. I guide my clients to become their own experts by understanding and more importantly living their design. When I first came to human design, I was so overwhelmed by the triangles, squares, arrows and numbers in the chart that I didn't touch it for more than a year. However, my human design experiment has been the most important transformation in my life, which is why I want to show you how you can use your design as a simple tool to heal, transform, integrate, grow and ultimately become your own expert. No more looking for the experts outside of you. Keep listening and learning here on the podcast, reach out for private coaching or book a chart reading with me. Let's talk Human Design 101. Hi everybody and welcome back to Human Design 101. I am so incredibly grateful that you are choosing to spend your time with me as I am sharing about a super important topic today. I've chosen this topic because it's a incredibly relevant in my life at the moment. B, it is incredibly relevant through the cosmos and the transits that are going on in the sky. And because of that, C, I am assuming it is incredibly relevant and helpful for you to hear this information too, because you might be going through something similar. And the question we are going to look at tonight is... Are you trying to be certain when you're not designed to be certain? We're going to look at certainty from a human design perspective. We're going to break it down so that you can have a look at your chart and figure out whether you're designed to have mental certainty over something or not. How to use that mental certainty if you have it. How to deal with mental uncertainty if that's a part of your chart and generally understand and deepen our understanding of the mind versus the body from a human design perspective. I am super pumped about this topic and let's dive right in. So first of all, if we're looking at certainty in our human design chart, uh, at mental certainty, what we're looking at is the Ajna Center. The Ajna stems from the third eye chakra and the chakra system, as you probably know, all the centers in the human design chart, those little shapes, squares and triangles, diamonds, all those are found in the chakra system. That's where they stem from. Hence, some of the names still correlate with the original chakras. In this case, we've got the Ajna center as the third eye center, which is my little bridge to remember what the Ajna is about. The Ajna is about answers, A and A. This is where we have the energy of finding answers, of streamlining our thinking, our thoughts, of structuring our thought process, and thus through that structure come to a conclusion. Um, yeah, I like to think about it as the streamlined thought, the head, which is, sits above the Ajna. Um, if we're imagining a chart, we have the triangle of the head, the pressure center sitting at the top, and then the Ajna is a triangle pointing down right underneath. This is the center we're looking at. And before we're going into the concept of what it means to be defined or undefined in the Ajna, I just want to remind you of 
the general concept of definition in our human design chart. Remember definition means the spaces in the chart that are colored in. That is where you produce energy in the white centers in the undefined centers is where you receive energy you amplify it and reflect it back so the colored in centers are the spaces in your chart where you have access to constant energy that is your own unique style your own unique flavor of energy depending on the theme of the center this is something that you know about yourself when we're speaking about you for example i've got the root center defined and a big part of me is that I know I can get stuff done. I am a productive person. I've got this pulse energy, this drive energy to move and create. This is what I know myself as and this is what other people know about me. Whereas in the white centers is where we amplify and reflect back energy. And you can imagine if you've got a white center and you're around hundreds of people who have this one white center only this one center defined, each and every single person is going to express that energy in a different way. So you have the capacity to experience in your white center so many different flavors and styles and expressions of this certain energy. In the defined centers, and this is something I've learned from my um, mentor, Amadun Woody, and the defined centers is where we get to trust ourselves because that's reliable. That's something that we always have access to. And in the undefined centers is where we get to trust into the unknown, the universe, the higher powers, where we get to trust that what we need will come into our life. And even though we can't access this energy continuously, we learn to trust that it will come into our life when it is needed. Now let's hop back to the Ajna in our chart. Our Ajna center is the center of answers. And how does it even relate to the question I asked at the beginning of of our podcast, the question of are you trying to force yourself to be certain when you're designed not to be? Whenever somebody is speaking about certainty and trying to force certainty or gaining certainty in human design, that's when we get to look at the Ajna Center. The Ajna Center is a center which when you're defined in the Ajna, you will have a very mental and cerebral logical approach to creating processes and structures in your thinking that are very unique to you. Some people describe it as um, almost as though they were running a software. For others, it's just a, a way they subconsciously jump through in thinking. It is a certain path that is very known to them in the way that they are thinking, that the, the way that they are approaching problem solutions and finding answers, answering those questions. And if you're undefined or even open, meaning the difference between undefined is just white and you might have a gate or two defined in there and an open center would be white and no gates in there. So if you're undefined or open in the Ajna, that means you are not designed to structure your thinking in this way. You're not designed to get mental clarity and you're designed to amplify and reflect back the thought processes of others. And sometimes that can feel a little bit confusing and forgetful because imagine, for example, you're with one person, you're 
thinking a certain way because you're an amplifying their energy and then you leave the room and their energy is gone and suddenly it feels like that thought process is kind of gone. Um, so if we're looking at it from an unresourceful way, we could call it forgetful or unstructured, but we're choosing to look at it from a resourceful way and then what we call it is open-minded and empathetic thinking. And that does not mean stupidity or anything at all. For example, Albert Einstein was uh, a person who had an undefined ajna and that allowed him to take on all these different perspectives and ways to think about certain problems depending on the people that he surrounded himself with. So what I want you to do is to look at your chart and if you haven't got your chart you can get it free of charge from my website. It looks super cute and save it, put it on your phone so that you can have a look every time you want to figure something out. So have a look at your chart and see whether your Ajna Center, the second triangle from the top, is colored in or not. And if it's not colored in, then remember you're not designed to have this mental certainty. And the shadow of this undefined center, the conditioning of this undefined center that we picked up by being around people that have mental certainty, that are defined, is this feeling of needing to be certain or needing to be safe by finding certainty before we make a decision, before we act. And that's an incredibly important part to understand because most of us have been conditioned to look at a problem from a very mental way at a personal life problem and figure out how to solve it maybe even write pro and con lists speak to certain people about it think the ways through that the future could evolve depending on the decision you make or not make and in this way trying to force mental certainty that will, in your mind, then lead to the right decision, in inverted commas, when the decision is to be made in and with the body in human design. So regardless of whether you have a defined ajna or an undefined ajna, you are making decisions with your body. And you might be stopping me here and ask, huh, have you not just said that people with a defined ajna are supposed to be problem solving by their streamlined thinking process and the answer to this is yes but no. The Ajna is what we call an outer authority in human design. So remember we all have an inner authority which is how we make decisions based on the body. For some that might be your emotional way, for other people it might be your sacral, your spleen, your ego and so forth. And Compared to that, the Ajna is an outer authority. So it is an authority that you technically shouldn't be using for yourself, but for others. All the ideas and all the answers, all the pathways that you think your way through with the Ajna is something that you can share with others. And for people who have a defined ajna, when I share this with them and with my clients, oftentimes it creates a huge sense of relief because it can get pretty busy up there. And if you have the belief that you, first of all, 
make decisions from your mind and that you need to act on everything that is coming in through the mind, that can lead to incredible mental pressure and anxiety. So knowing that for you, if you have a defined Ajna center, it is an outer authority. It's a gift that you share with others. And that leads to a super beautiful way of collaboration in my eyes because it creates a sense of detachment from ideas. It's not like in school or at work where we, we need to be certain that everybody understands that we are the person who had this idea and thus deserves the credit. No, we had the person who had, we are the person, sorry, who had this idea, but it is for the collective anyway. It's, it's not for us. And then also the energy of thought, if you have a defined Ajna and the people of the undefined Ajna will be amplifying and reflecting this energy. So what does that mean when we break it down to thought energy? Well, if somebody amplifies your thought energy, they will be able to pick up on what you're thinking without even having to say that. And the most amazing example of this is the classic um, people living in a house together, one person thinking about what they want for dinner. They have a defined Ajna and somebody with an undefined Ajna picks it up and then walks into the room later, says, hey, should we do lasagna for dinner? And the person with the defined Ajna says, oh, wow, I was thinking about that earlier. Amazing. How did you know? So let me just repeat the basic parts of information that I want you to remember or embody and absorb is that the Ajna center generally is the center, the energy of thought and answers of streamlined thinking, defined People or definition in the Ajna means that people have a very structured way of thinking that is unique to them, that there's a lot going on in there, a lot of energy coming through, and this is an outer authority. Whereas people who are undefined in the Ajna are not designed to have this fixed or structured way of thinking, they're not designed to have mental certainty, and they are influenced by the people around them who have a defined Ajna. Now let's take that back to my original question and I'm gonna make it really clear what it all means and how you can apply it to your life by sharing about my own life so that you know what I'm speaking about. All right, so I'm faced with a very big decision in my life at the moment, a decision that impacts basically everything in my life. I'm not gonna share what decision that specifically is, but just imagine a decision made that basically impacts where you live, what you do, how close or far you're from family and friends. It impacts your job, it impacts everything. Big, big decisions to be made. Upon reflection of my decision-making process, as I looked back over the last month or so, and as I was speaking to a friend about me trying to make this decision, I realized that my approach to this at the moment is incredibly mental. What I'm doing is I'm running through scenarios, trying to map out the future, depending on the decision that will be made. I am trying to figure out what the right versus wrong decision would be. And that puts me 
into an incredible state of being frozen because I'm so paralyzed by the fear of making the wrong decision. And that's a story in itself. That's a belief I'm choosing to unsubscribe from now. The, the idea of there being a right or a wrong decision when in fact every decision has its own path forward. And this is more a left versus right situation instead of a heaven versus hell situation or right or wrong you insert the adjectives that fit for you here and I have a an undefined ajna in human design so I'm not designed to get this mental certainty but my whole process has been trying to get to a place of mental certainty of knowing through the mind that I am making the right decision of getting information from other people, what they think, what others in similar situations have done and trying to force my decision through a mental process. And I thought it was so incredibly important to share about this because not only am I trying to make a mental decision which is generally not aligned with my human design or anyone's human design anyway because in human design we're making the decisions from the body because the body has so much more wisdom than the mind. The mind is concerned with the ego and the fears which is coming in my decision-making processes. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to find a way to be certain to be able to cope with the fear of not knowing. And by tending to that fear in a mental manner, what am I doing or what I'm doing is I'm enforcing this fear. I am feeding this fear by trying to look at it from a mental way and kind of shoving mental band-aids or pushing mental band-aids onto this fear. Whereas the process that I'm choosing to step into now is giving this fear space in my physical body, embodying this fear when I feel it, like actually feeling it, letting it move me for 60 to 90 seconds, however you want to do that, letting it move me and then coming back into the body. This way, the fear, the energy of fear is getting processed and moving out of the body instead of staying stuck in there and trying to address it by mental solutions moving forward. And generally, when we're feeling uncertain and we're searching for mental certainty, this is us trying to control the outcome. It is the idea that I've had in my process so far that there is a right outcome and that there's a wrong outcome and that I am the one who should control it, force it to the right. And whenever we're trying to create this external certainty of knowing that we are going to do the right thing, what it is showing us is that we're lacking internal certainty because it is this feeling of I can only exist when I make the right decision. I can only be whole, love myself be successful, be satisfied, you fill the blank when I make the right decision that will lead to external certainty. And this is something that my mentor speaks about all the time. What do you want? Do you want external certainty or internal certainty? Internal certainty is 
knowing that you have your back, whatever happens, no matter what, knowing that I will be able to cope and be happy in whatever situation, regardless of the decision I make. And why do I know that? Well, how do I know that? Because I'm fine now. Even though this situation is super challenging and some would say a total shit show, 80% of my life is still really amazing and I am able to cultivate gratitude and trust, beautiful relationships in this part, in the rest of my life. And this focus on what is going well, on how I have my own back, how I'm parenting my inner child, how I'm looking after myself in this whole process is showing me that I have this inner certainty. I have it. And I don't need to find external certainty by trying to control the outcome of the future. Everything that I can do is being patient with my body until the decision has been made in the body. And the conditioning of the ajna, the conditioning of needing to be certain mentally is something that I am now very aware of because yes, that is a conditioning I carry in my own open center because in our open centers or undefined centers, we are more prone to conditioning because that's where we constantly receive other people's energy. But this is also something I am very aware of that impacts who I choose to surround myself with. Because literally, if I'm sharing about this problem, I can feel their thoughts and sometimes not consciously. So what happened is that depending on who I spoke to, I felt different about the situation every time after speaking to different people. So I am very discerning about the people I choose to share this with now and the people I allow to hold myself, um, to hold space for myself when sharing about this. So this is something that you can do too in any open centers or undefined centers that you have. Just be with people that give you a good feeling. And I don't mean just be with people that agree to everything you say and make you feel good that way. No, that is inauthentic and that doesn't feel good. When I say be with people that feel good, I, I'm speaking of their energy, of their vibe, of what it feels like to be around them. And sometimes it can feel very good to be around a person who is honest with you, even though you don't like to hear what they have to say, or your ego doesn't like to hear that. I trust you understand what I mean. And the last bit I want to share today is what to do practically and specifically when you're finding yourself in a situation where you're trying to force mental certainty when you're not designed to have mental certainty. So our number one focus is to re-foster this connection with your body and rebuild this trust with your body. So anything that you like to do that gets you in the body is your number one thing to do. That might be going on walks, that might be yoga, that might be breath work, heart-centered breathing, all sorts of things where the body is in focus. 
The second thing that I would recommend to do and that I am doing is to hold space for your emotions. And this can be a bit tricky since we are, we've been conditioned for ages to express certain emotions and to not express other emotions. And the process of reconnecting with the emotions can be a little bit tricky sometimes, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. So all I need you to do is to focus on when you feel an emotion, to just give yourself some space, go to the bathroom and let this emotion move you. Sometimes you might do a silent scream, sometimes you might do some stomping, sometimes you might want to curl up in a little ball for 60 seconds or so until the emotion has passed through. And this is really important because this pent-up energy, if you don't release the emotions, will force and aggravate your mental anxiety even more, right? We have this ball of energy, this force of energy in our body that just wants to escape and the mind is like, okay, we can solve this, we can find a solution because we always find a solution, but the solution does not come from the mind. Regardless of whether you have an undefined or a defined Ajna, remember, defined Ajna, outer authority, your thoughts are for others and your ideas. And last but certainly not least is be compassionate with yourself. I sometimes find myself in situations where I am saying things like, you should know by now, you should be able to make a decision. Why is this so hard? And just brush all this blamey, shamey self-talk besides and lean into compassion. Tell yourself, yeah, that sounds really hard. Yeah, not knowing sucks. Yeah. Having to make a decision this big can be overwhelming and yet I trust that you will get there and of course you can fill yourself talk with whatever feels good to you but I want you to affirm what is going on to recognize that, to validate that and to give it space and not brush it off. All right, everybody, that was today's episode and I'm looking forward to speaking with you next week. Lots of love. Thank you so much for being here today and listening along to Human Design 101 with me, your host, Paula Fehrmann. I trust that you received exactly what you needed from today's episode and I love how the universe matched us today. If you enjoy listening and learning with me, leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast so that more people can unlock their true selves and ultimately become who they were meant to be using human design. Until next time, lots of love and bye-bye.